0: This is the St. Luligan Podcast Network. to another episode of This is Silly. Uh, once again, things have not gone according to plan. Um, Mitch was going to join me tonight, but he is sick. He got sick, and since he's got a lot of talking to do at the AGM this weekend, which we're going to discuss tonight, um, he's taking a break. He's resting his voice. He's uh, getting hydrated. Um, these are the pitfalls when your wife is a school teacher and comes back... To school during after the winter break and she brought home every sort of imaginable virus um, similarly Matt bird is not with us tonight because uh, if you're in and around the st. Louis area you know we've had some brutally cold temperatures and he had a frozen pipe situation in his basement flooded his basement a little bit so I am the only one available me and my trusty companion Jeff She is currently uh, on the floor playing with a toy, but I imagine at some point in the show she will jump up here on the desk and make an appearance. Um, Also, apologies if things sound a little different tonight. Somehow I've deleted (laughs) my template with all my settings set up, so we're just kind of winging this. We'll see how it goes. Um, but we did want to do an episode this week just to sort of set the table for the 2024 season, and that starts this weekend with the um, the AGM, that is the Annual General Meeting of the Luligans. We've been doing these every year since we started, and um, it just kind of, first of all, sets the tone, and it also uh, gives people a chance to get to know some of the luligan membership and the luligan leaders and it also gives us a chance to touch base and get some people to volunteer now in years past it hasn't been such a big deal um just because you know we could kind of handle things uh, but this year was a little special uh 2023 we really uh, ratcheted things up we had more to do we did things on a bigger scale than we'd previously ever done before So we're going to, um, going to try to add some more people to our, our leaderships teams and we'll talk about that at the AGM, but I will also talk about that a little bit on the podcast to give you an idea of what's going on. But first and foremost, I want to talk about the podcast itself. We are going to be, um, rededicating ourselves, shall I say, to the pod. Last year, there was a lot of busyness, um, mitch had a, a very busy job and then in the midst of the season got a new job so a lot of his time was taken up either by travel or work um bird was you know kind of doing his thing his wife's a very busy doctor and quite frankly my <laughs> my personal life uh kind of overshadowed what was going on with me so i'm going to get more into the season this year Uh, i'm going to be doing more solo shows when the whole group can't do it Uh, but hopefully we'll be doing more as a group in addition to that we're going to plan a few more live events Uh, we used to do these things um, where we would get people out and get some guests we're going to do that more um, with schlafly and uh, kind of work on that aspect of it guests in general um, it was much easier in the old days of USL to get players on and things like that. Um, we've sort of been playing by MLS rules, and you know, you don't always get what you ask for. Uh, we're going to get creative. We're going to get some different kinds of guests, and we're going to work harder to get with the team and get some things sorted out. Uh, things I think we can do, it's just... It's not as easy. You have to kind of plan it ahead and we're not always good at that, but we're going to work on that this year. In addition to that, I want to get some more guests hosts on to help me when I'm doing these shows solo. So that's another thing at the AGM. If you are a listener to the podcast and you'd like to be a guest host or join me sometime on the show, uh, please come up and say hi. Introduce yourself if we're not already friends And uh, we can talk about, you know, what you would bring to the show and what uh, maybe a fun discussion we could have with a guest. So that's always something to do. I will be at the AGM. I will be probably in the back area near the merch. And if you know who I am, please feel free to, you know, talk to me about this. Or if you don't know who I am, if you've never met, uh, just ask for Brad and somebody will point me out to you and we can discuss that. So that's what's coming up on the pod this year. We're going to do more. Actually, this Sunday is the 13th anniversary of the pod. We've been doing it for 13 years. I think that makes us easily the longest running um, soccer podcast in St. Louis. There may be a radio show that's been going on as long that also podcasts, but I mean, come on, you know, it's us. We're the ones you tune in for. Uh, but again, a lot of new shows have popped up in, in the last year, especially, and a lot of really good shows. So I don't feel the pressure to uh, carry all the news, but we do like to hit that kind of stuff. But our podcast is always and will, will always be focused on sort of the supporter culture and particularly the St. Luligan's aspect of being a City fan. So I uh, want to hit a few things before we get to the AGM discussion. Uh, Thank you everybody who came out for our our Winter Classic, which was, was it a week ago? Maybe two weeks ago? I lose track of time. Um, We raised a ton of money and a lot of food was donated for the St. Louis Area Food Bank. Um, I don't have the totals in front of me. I know we raised over $3,000 cash, which $1 equals four meals. So, you know, we're well over 10,000 meals. And I think we had several hundred pounds of food. I don't know how they do that translation but there, there is a you know algorithm that they do this many pounds of food equals this many meals but uh, suffice to say again thank you everybody that came out thank you everybody that had a good time thank you especially to our sports drink providers urban chestnut who've been who've been basically our premier sponsor ever since we started the uh, charity game urban chestnut has been gracious enough to donate our sports drinks every year. And, uh, you know, we don't do a ton with Urban Chestnut, but we do love Urban Chestnut. We like all the local brewers, but, you know, we're primarily known for our relationships with Schlafly and Second Shift. But that's a thing Urban Chestnut does with with us every year. And we encourage you, obviously, to go out and support all the local breweries, but Urban Chestnut is great for that. This year's Second Shift also contributed some Bruligans to the event, so that was nice. Uh, And a big shout-out to Soccer Park. We were back at Soccer Park this year. Scott Clemenson and Steve Petcher, um, they helped facilitate that. It was good to be back, you know, to our old stomping grounds. Um, Soccer Park's, you know, one of the oldest and maybe one of the first soccer-specific facilities in the United States there have been world cup qualifiers there it's hard to believe that you know it's a 5000 seat stadium and it, they used to hold games of that magnitude uh, but they did and it's a testament to how far soccer has come but uh we will never forget uh those nights at soccer park which were amazing with AC St. Louis with St. Louis FC and now our own winter classic has been there several times too so love soccer park so anyway Thank you for everybody who came out and had fun at that or donated. We really appreciate it. Okay, moving on. want to hit a few news and notes just of the general variety for Citi. Um, the big news this week that's sort of been taking up some of our Twitter spaces is... Sorry, I'm going to take a drink. Uh, Jeff should be up here on the mic to fill in when I need a drink, but she doesn't take her responsibility seriously. Uh, currently, she's... At my headphone cable, so that could result in disaster. But uh, I want to talk about Nico. Nico Giacchini, uh, the rumors are out that Como FC, a Serie B team in Italy, has put in an offer for him. Um, Nico, what can I say? Really, really one of the bright spots last year. I know he's got his detractors, but uh, put in a lot of goals for us. Uh, some clutch goals too. The uh, numbers being tossed around is it's a $2 million uh, transfer fee with up to $4 million or 4 million, sorry, these are euros, 2 million euro transfer fee and up to 4 million with uh, incentives and benchmarks. So it'd be a nice little bit of business to pick up Nico uh, basically for free on the expansion draft. And then, you know, in a year, basically turn around and and recoup 2 million euros. That's a uh, good business by Lutz. But we are going to have to fill that role because, you know, Nico did contribute a lot. Uh, love Nico. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, but it's good to see that the city doesn't look like they're going to be one of those teams that holds a player back. Uh, when these Kids get opportunities, and I know he's a young man, but he's he's a kid to me. Um, He's wanted to go back to Europe. He hasn't been shy about that, and this is an opportunity. And even though it's a Serie B team, you know they're pushing for promotion, and he's going to be over there. He's going to get seen, you know, in that European landscape, and good for him. And if City, you know, passes these guys on, if if they're a stepping stone. To bigger and better things other players will see that and want to come play for us so this is nothing but good obviously i'll miss nico but um it's good news so uh speaking of players we've got a couple of new players we've brought in uh we signed a left back nicholas dyer from uh he's a danish player young player um i believe he's going to be taking one of our young designated player spots uh I don't have the details. I'm not that guy. There are other shows for that, uh, but it's exciting. We've needed some some wing backs, so this is going to be the left side. Excuse me, and on the right side, we've signed Thomas Totland. Uh, he's a Swedish right back, so good to see that uh, we're filling those holes. We really didn't have. Uh, I mean, we had guys that filled the roles and serviced them, but these are natural. Uh, players in those roles. And that's what we want to see. So good there. Um, we also picked up Chris Durr from, uh, DC United, Chris Durkin. Um, he's a defensive mid. This is going to be either potential depth for, uh, Jillo bloom or to push him for that starting role. He's another young player. He's had some good time at DC. Uh, to get him, we traded Stroud and Bartlett. Uh, Stroud's another one that people, you know, either love or hate. Uh, but he did add something to the mix. I think Bartlett was 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 very key in the season when we needed some help. Um, but we do have depth at center back, so I think that's that's an okay move. So we'll see how we fill the Stroud role out on the wing, but. I think getting another defensive mid in was important because as much as I love Bloom and, and I know others loved him, his play down the end of the season uh, was a little bit lacking. Now, there could be a number of reasons for that, and I don't want to get all of South Africa uh, upset at the podcast. I still think Bloom is our number one choice. I just hope he's uh, back to form, shall we say, but it's good to have backup there too. Okay, right now the team is in Florida for preseason. Uh, they are playing some, you know, matches down there, mostly behind closed doors, mostly not even being reported on, but they're getting into shape. And they do have their preseason camp in uh, Coachella coming up. Uh, preseason tournament, I should say. There, there's other teams in it, uh, some MLS teams, some USL teams, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, other big news. Shout out to Az Jackson. He got a call up to the USA camp, and we've seen some pictures of him down there. Good to see he had a he had a remarkable second half of the season with St. Louis City, and really proud of Az. Also, our friend Patrick Schulte's down there too. Patrick had an amazing season, winning the cup with Columbus Crew, and uh, love Patrick. Patrick was a part of the st louis city or st louis fc roster uh before he went to slew he uh, basically single-handedly won an open cup game for st louis fc uh had some really good time there obviously didn't play a lot since he was young and uh, in college but his time working with st louis fc obviously uh helped him at SLU, where he had a, a really good college career Left early, and now he he won an MLS Cup as the starting keeper for Columbus Crew. So, love Patrick Schilte, and he's down there at the USA camp with A.Z. Jackson. And, final bit of news I want to touch on is uh, well, you know, Miami signed Suarez. Again, the rules continue to be bent or uh, restructured to accommodate superstar teams and where they want the you know highlight to be. Obviously, they're making every effort to surround Messi with a all-star cast. Uh, but I did see that Kareem Benzema is wanting out of Saudi Arabia. Shocking that uh, maybe a player doesn't find the lifestyle in Saudi Arabia to be great. Uh, but, you know, maybe Miami will sign Kareem Benzema too. Why not? Uh, <laughs> if it can happen, it can happen. Uh, I don't think St. Louis City is going to be in for Benzema. And right now, I'd rather have Klaus and Big Sam up there. I don't know about you guys. But, you know, with Nico going, we've got room to bring in a a scorer. So keep an eye out. Uh, No, I'm not seriously suggesting we're going to sign Benzema. Okay, let's talk about the AGM. Uh, First of all, the annual general meeting, for those of you who don't know, who haven't been to one before, this is sort of the event every year where we plan out what's going to happen throughout the season, and uh, the it used to be real easy, you know, there wasn't much to do, we were just going to get together and have fun, and the same, you know, handful of people took care of stuff, but now there's more stuff to do, and we need more, more people involved, um, but I want to say, first and foremost, the AGM is also just a party. It's a way to kick off the season, it's a way for you to meet other fans, it's a way for you to, if you want to get more involved, definitely you know, meet some of the people that are in charge of the various committees and we'll talk about some of those. Uh, but again, you can just come out because you want to get more involved or you want to just meet people. We have always said that... Uh, Soccer is better with friends, and that is true, definitely. Uh, Just speaking from my own perspective, I am a bit of an introvert. I, left to my devices, would sit in my apartment and never leave. I would just watch cult documentaries and bad TV and science fiction. And uh, Soccer games really get me out of the house. And... Sometimes when I'm in a big crowd, I can, you know, shrink a little bit. But the fact that I've met so many people makes it easier, makes it uh, more fun. So I can actually go to a big event like a street party on Lilligan Street and, you know, wander around and talk to a lot of different friends. And it takes a while to get to know everybody. But if, if you're at all, you know, interested and you want to get more involved, and you just want to make some more friends. The AGM is a good place to start. Um, obviously, everybody is there for the same reason, because we support city, And we're into this little uh, tribal clique of Luligans. Um, and it's, it's easier to make friends and talk to people. And then when you start coming to games and you run into those people again, it uh, just makes the whole experience better. So even if you're, shall we say, a little more on the introverted side like I am, Uh, it makes it a lot better to have friends and easier and like I said if I had my way I'd probably never leave the house but soccer gets me out of the house and soccer has made a lot of friends for me and so that's nice so we and we do it every event whether it's the holiday parties or uh, watch parties things like that there's always people that that make that first step, and I'm always proud of them, because it's not easy, so make the first step, introduce yourself to a few people, and you'd be surprised how quickly you become a part of the group, so now, if you want to get more involved, and do more, you know, leadership types of things, we've got some different groups, and I don't want to, I don't want to give any spoilers, because Mitch will be talking about all this stuff, and the other leaders will be talking about this stuff on Saturday, uh, but I want to give you a, a sort of a taste of what we'll be talking about, Um, and I'm always, I used to be more involved in the leadership, and I'm not as much anymore, but I still hear things because I'm in conversations, these guys are my friends, so I, I never know like, oh wait, is that something everybody knows, or is that like a secret, so I'm not going to I'm not going to try, I'm trying not to make any spoilers, but we're going to talk more about the street party and our, this, by the way, the the AGM is at Schlafly and we do need everybody uh, to become involved with Schlafly uh, because they've been a good partner to us. So when we say, you know, the street party's on Luligan Street at Schlafly, we also want you to patronize Schlafly, we want you to buy their beers. We want you to, um, you know, if you get there early, go inside and have a meal at Schlafly. And Schlafly is going to be doing more to work with us to make make it more of a, a, of a post game event too, which Mitch will talk more about on Saturday. But we're kind of reconfiguring things at the street party. The layout's going to be a little different. Uh, we're going to have some more options. Uh, Schlafly is is investing more into the street parties because I think they realize, you know, I mean, last year, a lot of us were like, well, we'll see how it goes. We don't know how many people. And I think we can safely say we, we blew expectations out of the water. So Schlafly is going to be doing some more stuff. We're going to be doing some more stuff. Some of the stuff that, uh, we used to do, uh, things had to change. Obviously when you, you know, we're not on a private parking lot. We're on a public street area. Uh, you know, MLS has different rules than USL had. St. Louis City, obviously, is is bigger than St. Louis FC used to be. St. Louis FC used to do stuff with us directly because we were the only supporters group. Now there's multiple supporters groups. There's a couple different pregame parties. Um, but we're trying to figure out ways to inject some more life into it, and then do some of the things we used to do. Uh, Just for an example, uh, we brought back Tallboy Roulette for a game last year. Uh, We're going to figure out how to do that better. Um, we got Jeff's crying in the background in case you hear a cat. What are you doing? She's climbing a bookshelf. She's knocking stuff off. Uh, If you're playing the drinking game, just go ahead and drink. I don't know if you heard that, but she fully knocked things off a shelf. She's wild. She doesn't like you all taking my attention away from her. Uh, anyway, so things like Tallboy Roulette, things like uh, we're going to bring back Unc- Uncle Claude's yard sale, uh, where we have people bring in scarves and jerseys that they don't—they're not going to wear anymore, things they've picked up in their travels, and we sell those and give the money to our charity de jour for the day. Uh, charity de jour is. it's it's bigger than it's ever been and uh, Mitch and Nancy have some really uh, good ideas for that and we'll be talking about that at the AGM so ways you can get involved is the street party in general like our merch team like it used to be pretty much me uh, selling scarves out of the back of my car at tailgate parties now it's like a full time job and all praise to the Uh, to Elena and Audrey and Greg and Chris. Uh, They've really stepped up in the last year and, I mean, taken it over. They they run the merch tent, basically. Um, I'm there, Sarah's there, Mitch is there, just this sort of a backup. Uh, But they've been working so hard, and it's very busy, and we need to get some more people involved there. So if you're interested in, like, working a shift at the merch tent, uh talk to us at the AGM and we'll have sign up sheets and things like that. Uh but you know, if we get a few more people involved, everybody gets a little bit of a break. I know God love Audrey and Elena, you know, sometimes they they had to like beg for 5 minutes to go eat something just because it was so busy. Like the amount of sales we do at a game now is incredible. So, if you want to get involved in that, you can. If or if you just want to like, hey, I can, you know, stand in back like Greg and Chris are usually sort of, we call them the stock room, while Audrey and Elena work the front of the house. Um, they're pulling items to hand to them that are being sold. Or you can be somebody who, hey, you know, I don't want to, you know, work the crowds or anything, but when you're ready to pack up, you know, it takes a bit to fold everything, the tents down and the tables down and pack away all the merch. So, You might say, hey, you know, I can be there at the end of the street party to help you guys pack up because we need a few hands to do that. So if you're interested in that, that's a way you can help. Uh, Flags is another thing. Obviously, you've got Jimmy Big Flags with his giant flags, and we've got a few other people waving bigger flags. Uh, But this also includes like bringing in the national flags for all the players or uh, when we have the the flags that we just have around in the section for people to hand off and pass around, um, being in charge of those, like either taking them into the game or at the end of the night when everybody's leaving the section, somebody has to go around and pick those up. Or maybe you do want to wave one of the big flags. I know we've got a couple of people who, who got excited about that and like that opportunity. And maybe you don't want to do it every game, but you want to say, hey, I'm... I can do it, you know, a couple games a year. That's a way you can get involved because sometimes Jeremy or Jimmy have to miss a game. So we need alternate big flag waivers. Um, TIFO is a huge thing. TIFO. I mean, I think a lot of people, this was their first, this last year was their first sort of, uh, experience with TIFO and how amazing they can be. Um, each of the supporters groups do their own but i mean we all kind of help each other like in the painting and everything um but you want to get involved in that either you want to paint or you want to be somebody who helps with planning the logistics of it or you can be there to help carry it into the stadium or you know when it's time to unfurl it we always need extra bodies as leaders Um, whatever the, the TIFO part of the TIFO group will be there. The Luligan half of the TIFO group will be there and you can, you can sign up for things like that. Hey, let me know when you're going to do painting or let me know how I can help. So that's important. Uh, load in, I mentioned that earlier, you know, whether it's carrying the flags in or, you know, every game we, we have a crew that goes in early to the game, sets things up, gets things ready. Um, Sarah and Nancy are usually involved in, in that. Uh, but you could say, Hey, you know, I, I don't do a lot, (laughs) but if you need extra hands to carry stuff in, I'm your guy or I'm your girl. Um, there'll be a sign-up sheet for that. And, uh, all of these things, like you don't need to have season tickets, but obviously if you're going to be there every game, that's, that's huge for us that we can count on you. But even if you only want to do this like a couple times a year or, you know, you do have season tickets and you do like to come to the street parties, but you got, you know, some games you don't mind helping, but you can't do it every game. Let us know that kind of stuff so we can do that. But obviously it's huge if you're like, hey, I have season tickets. I come to the street party every week. I'm there from the beginning. Let me know how I can help. We can find things for you to do if you want to get more involved. And that's how you become sort of a leader in the Luligans is you show up to these things, you keep coming back, you keep, and we go, Oh, you know what? That person is always there to help. And then when something does come up, we're like, Hey, okay, Audrey, Audrey's at everything. Audrey, you know, helps out in the merch. We need something, you know, Audrey would be a good person to do this. That's, that's sort of how you become Luligan leadership, at least for now. Um, so, Again, that's important. Other thing we'll be talking about a lot is road trips. Every year there are road trips to plan, and it's usually the local ish games. So we're talking Kansas City, Chicago, Cincinnati, Nashville, uh, games that we can get buses to. But we need help planning all that stuff. We need help, um, you know, calling different bus companies and, you know, making reservations and asking questions. And, you know, then whenever we start taking the ticket orders, planning all that and making sure, hey, we've got 60 seats to sell and, you know, we can get, you know, 35 tickets from the team. So we need to make arrangements to get more tickets or or we've got extra tickets, you know, things like that. Uh, if you can help with that kind of stuff and that's, you know, mostly emailing and phone calls so you know maybe you're not into carrying heavy stuff into the stadium but you don't mind making it a few uh, phone calls or emails that's also helpful too so all these things we'll have different sign up sheets for uh, and we'll have the different leaders of the different groups talking and so maybe you have some questions you're like hey I'm interested in that but I don't want to overcommit. I've got a couple of questions you know that's why this meeting is important so come and ask, come and talk. Um, and you can say, Hey, I would love to help out with a TIFO, but I can't commit to, you know, painting five nights a week, you know, a couple times a year. That's fine. Um, but if you get on the list, you know, we can say, Hey, cause usually what happens is the group will say, Hey, we're painting Monday night. I don't know what the cat just knocked off there, but that's pretty funny. It was like a big gong sounding thing. Um, she gets wild when it's podcast time. But anyway, you can talk to the different group leaders and say, I want to help. I can't I can't guarantee I'll be available, but put me on the list. So when Sarah sends out an email, hey, Monday night we're painting. We need everybody we can get. And hey, maybe I've got something planned for Monday night. Uh, but that doesn't mean I'll never do it again. Or that doesn't mean, you know, I don't want to be involved. It just, if we have you on the list, on the official sign up list, then you'll get notifications. So it's that kind of stuff. So please, if you're interested at all, come out. And even if you don't want to do any work, you don't want to do any actual work, you just want to come out and have fun. Uh, the AGM, again, great place to meet people. Uh, good time to just come out and sort of get ready for the season, have a few beers, talk soccer. I know we've got a lot of people who are new to the game. Um, I had a guy at the holiday party come up and he said, you know, I, I don't have a lot of soccer friends, but he, he's really into it now that, um, you know, the team's here in town. And he was excited just to come out and be able to talk soccer with somebody because his normal friends were, you know, either into NFL or basketball or whatever but he didn't have a lot of soccer friends, so if that's your situation, come out and make some more soccer friends, but anyway, I don't know, that's all I've got for tonight, uh, Jeff's done enough damage, I'm gonna have to walk around the house picking that up, thanks for listening, and, uh, I really, really, really hope to see you all at Schlafly on Saturday, so come out, show up, make noise, have fun, you know, that's what we do, thanks, bye because I screwed up it's been so long since I've done this by myself uh, first time I uploaded uh, just part of the show um, and I didn't notice till playback so and I also forgot I forgot to hit the uh, the answer to the questions we had we just had two questions so I'm gonna record these two questions I'm gonna try to keep Jeff off of the keyboard because now she's sitting up here by me and by the way the crash the big crash I don't know if you could hear it on the pod but when I reacted and said, hey, there's something, Phil. Uh, she had actually gotten into the shower, and she would knocked off my shower caddy, and it made a deafening boom. She's now attacking my hand, uh, again, because I'm not paying enough attention to her. Ow, Jeff. Goddamn. Knock it off. Okay, the questions. Uh, first question was from Caleb. Ow, Jeff. Fuck. Sorry. Uh, first question was from Caleb, uh, currently wanting to know, uh, about Mitch's favorite shoes, um, so let me check this out here, yeah, which is, which is Mitch's current favorite pair of shoes, Mitch responded, uh, that I own or that I want, and Caleb wanted the answer to both of those options, so the answer to that is his current uh, wants, he wants a pair of Jordan 5's in the grape colorway. Uh, I was never a big fan of the Jordan 5s, but Mitch seems to like them. And um, his current shoe favorite shoes that he owns are a pair of uh, dunks that are the Gulf uh, livery colorway. Uh, and those are pretty fresh. The light blue and orange. Very nice. I like those a lot. Big fan of the dunks and all the custom dunks. Uh, and the other question was from uh, the... Uh, let me pull it up on my... Twitter, just so I make sure I get it right, uh, from the Blum boys, what's your favorite Geokini memory? Um, if Geokini is indeed leaving us, which it looks like he is, uh, what's my favorite memory? I will tell you this. I am not the best at remembering, you know, what game or what, you know, what minute and all that stuff. If Bird was here, Bird would be able to narrow it down for me, but it was his goal. I believe it was against the galaxy. It was a crazy sort of outstretched Uh, chipped it with his toe, you know, poked it over the goalie. And the reason that is my favorite, not only is it an amazing goal, but we were having a discussion between me and Mitch and Tony. We kind of stand together. We usually ride to the games together. And we were having the very discussion that a lot of fans were having at the time about Giacchini's value. And my, I was always very pro-Giacchini. Tony was kind of anti Giacchini and Mitch was sort of in the middle, could go either way. But I was telling them both about how valuable he was and they were saying, you know, yeah, but you know, he goes down too easily or he, you know, does this, does that, but he's, he doesn't, you know, his goals. Yeah, he scores, but they're not really. And I was just saying, look guys, look, there's your look for the night. Um, he is so valuable, and he tries things and he does things. And we we're having this discussion in the game, and I just said, "You just watch him. Watch what he does. Watch watch the little flicks he takes. Watch the little things." I said, and I remember saying this to Tony. I said, "He's doing this shit on purpose. It's not accidental. It's he knows what he's doing, and he's he's got some audacity to him. And he's going to try crazy stuff." And like right as I was saying that, is when you know, the ball went in and he just poked it, just flicked it. Like just, I mean, it's easy to say something like that is a fluke, but he meant to do that. And that's the kind of stuff he does. And that's my favorite moment. Not so much. Yes, the goal was amazing, but it was in the, in the midst of a discussion I was having defending Giacchini saying, you know, he does this stuff and the audacity and Tony's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that happened. And he's like, all right, I guess you're right. So that was my favorite Jay Keating memory. So that's it. I'm going to try to upload this again. Hopefully I get everything right. Um, But thanks for listening. Bye.